Welcome to episode 521 of Salcedo Paranormal, and tonight I'm sharing true paranormal stories from the web. As always, you can find uh, all episodes of the show, along with uh, links to all social media and other ways to contact me, at the podcast page. And that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Um, happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. Thank you all for listening. Whether you are here for the live uh, recording streams on Discord or if you listen on the podcast or YouTube feeds or on the Trouble Minds Radio Network, KUAP Digital Broadcasting. Uh, there you can hear replays of two episodes of the show every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before uh, Trouble Minds Radio comes on. As always, I want to thank Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, as well as Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds podcast, for producing these shows and putting them up on the station, along with the music that you hear there. And if you'd like to support the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can always um, Rate and review the show on your podcast platform of choice and share the show with others. Uh, also, I have some paranormal fiction and nonfiction books I've written that you can find over on Amazon. I also have a Patreon page where you can find, as of right now, just one extra episode of the show. And another one will be coming soon. I'll be doing one of those per month. Uh, actually, one of these kinds of shows. Uh, True Paranormal Stories from the Web. And um, those are available to all membership tier levels there. And that's just another way to support the show. Uh, or you can do that also through just PayPal, a uh, one-time donation there. Um, that is the only method I have as of right now, to, or only ways, only methods, uh, PayPal and then Patreon, to uh, support the show if you'd like, uh, as there are expenses in making these shows from equipment to research, research material to travel expenses in some cases. Uh, anything that you're able to uh, donate to the show is greatly appreciated and never expected, but um, will definitely help make the show better, uh, especially with research materials. It's not always easy to get what I would like for the show and complicated more because of my low vision, so I have to get audio or um, just different things like that. So um, I think that covers all of that. And uh, so, yeah, I think we can get to the stories here. Had a issue with my file that the stories are on um, tonight, which is why I wasn't here as early as I wanted to be. Um, it says it's uh, uh, it's locked by another user, which is kind of odd since I'm the only one on this PC. Uh, I live alone, so it's probably some something I clicked or some, some setting that got messed up somewhere. I'll have to just mess with that later. But I did get the file open, so we're all set for stories for tonight. And uh, these things happen. If it's not... Uh, Seems like if it's not audio or uh, related to the microphone or the recording software, there's some other issues sometimes. But uh, just happens, I guess. Um, so getting to the stories here. Let me see. Okay. All right. So that seems to work. That's good. Okay. So this first one says, Years after my friend Kay's sudden passing, my boyfriend and I moved in with Kay's best friend. We shared a bedroom, uh, one-bedroom apartment 
due to financial constraints. One night, I had a vivid dream where I found myself in a brightly lit apartment. In the dream, I walked up a staircase and found Kay sitting on a couch in the living room. I talked with Kay and told him how much I missed him. Kay reassured me that he was doing well, watching over me, but couldn't reveal where he was, hinting that discussing it might force him to leave. Kay encouraged me to be happy, live my life, and love others without dwelling on his sudden passing. I woke up suddenly in the middle of the night and felt the lingering presence of Kay in the room. Unable to shake the feeling, I whispered, Kay, and my roommate, who was also asleep, suddenly woke up and asked if I said Kay. It turns out we both had the same exact dream about Kay at the same time. And that's where that uh, that ends, which is really amazing. Um, I'm surprised in a way, but also not, I guess. I don't know. It's kind of funny um, that the writer there did not see their other friend with them. So somehow um, their deceased friend, Kay, and that's just an initial for those that don't know. I, I use those in these stories um, just to sort of uh, keep things anonymous and everything. Um, it's amazing in a way that they were able to contact two of their friends uh, at the same time and give them dreams. And then that feeling after they woke up that they were still there. Um, and I want, and so, but so they were both having those dreams, but they were at the same time, but they also didn't seem to be in the same space. I wonder if that raises all kinds of questions to me. Was it more of a, the, the, um, this friend that had passed away, was he more of entering their dream state, their own dream state and sort of visiting them um, there? Or because I would think if it was, I wonder how that works, the sort of the, the mechanics of visitations. Um, because you would think it'd be easier for someone, or maybe not, maybe that it's harder for an individual to come back and contact two people and have them all be in the same sort of space in real time. Um, I wonder, again, just how the mechanics, and it always amazes me too when you hear that the spirits or the, 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 the people say, I can't really say where I'm at or, or what's going on, or basically I can't give you details about what things are like from my end. But everything is okay. But I can't really go into details on that. That's just always amazing to me. Because that indicates some kind of, I don't know, some kind of a system, some kind of order. Um, the, the Just all those things. Yeah, so. Um, so yeah, hello Derek, I see you there and everyone as well. Yeah. Um, yep, uh, let me see here. Derek says, we talk about time not being linear, especially in the dream space. What if space is also not linear in dreams? All of space-time being wonky, yeah. 
So you can be in the same place, but in different places at the same time. Right. So, yeah, I just wonder how that works and the mechanics of everything. And again, um, this isn't the first time I've heard of uh, a visitation of, from someone saying, uh, yes, I'm here and I'm making sure you're okay, but I can't talk about what what things are like where I'm at or where I'm at. Um, so those are always amazing. And, and you, that, that has been worked into into fictional stories as well over the years. Um, a lot of, a lot of cases. I think that's actually, um, I may need to go back and review those books at some point. The odd Thomas series of books, uh, in that universe, the, the spirits there that the character odd Thomas, and that, yes, that is his name. ODD Thomas, uh, the spirits that he can see, he can see them, but they don't make sound. Um, so they can make gestures and they can be seen, but they can't be heard. And of course, that's just that one universe. There's plenty of other variations to that. Um, but I wonder again, that series sort of does, there seem to be rules in there. And I wonder if there are rules or, or some kind of, uh, system. Anyway, I'm getting too deep into the weeds there with that, I think, but, uh, amazing account there. And. I don't doubt that's possible. I've, as I've said before in previous shows, I've had visits from my my grandparents have passed away. Um, a few from my grandma, uh, for sure. And um, they are always really they feel different. They don't feel like regular dreams. I can I can say that for sure. And uh, there is some kind of a sense of something more there than just my own mind. So. Uh, really amazing one there, and uh, that's part of why we do these shows, because uh, I'm not, by far, I'm not the only one uh, that has these experiences. So, um, let's see here. I think we'll move on to the next story here, and go from there. Um, let's see here. Okay, so this next one says, I am 21 years old. This happened during my freshman year in high school when I was around the age of 16. The event occurred in my room while my parents were sleeping in another part of our large house. My room was on the ground floor and my parents' room was on the second floor. Around midnight, while I was playing games and watching videos on my phone, I heard three quiet taps followed by three extremely loud knocks on my outside window. The loud knocks were so intense that I thought the glass might break, causing the entire house to shake. Initially frozen with shock, I considered the possibility of an older friend playing a prank on me, but I couldn't move. My parents, angered by the noise, came to find out what had happened. I told them of the sounds and explained that they came from outside. This happened a few days after a snowstorm in Colorado with around four inches of snow on the ground. My dad checked for footprints outside but found nothing near the window. My parents thought I had caused the noises, but it was a genuine an unexplained event. I believe in spirits and demons, 
and the experience, although unexplained, was frightening and unforgettable. And that's where that story ends. Um, that account ends. That's knocking and sounds and things are always amazing to me because, of course, a lot of people, understandably, the, the, the idea first is that there's someone trying to make contact there and that's frightening. Or that that someone is evil, especially with the three, um, the three sounds. Although technically there was six that time, um, but it's always amazing too the ones that are so loud that they seem to shake the house. And I've heard that before as well. Um, so, and I always feel bad too when people have an experience like that, and the people that that are with them in the same building think it's them trying to, to get attention, which is what it seems like here. The writer was saying about their parents. And that's also another kind of rough situation to be in, uh, when people don't believe you and you're sitting there th thinking, no, I didn't do this. Um, the fact that there was snow outside also, you would think there'd be footprints in the snow if there was an actual person that did it. I've I've had that before. I've had tapping before on a window. Um, at that training, I went to a, I stayed in a training center for people with low vision or no vision to learn various um, independent living skills. Um, basically, not learn how to get by when you don't have full vision or you have no vision, and you stay there for long periods of time sometimes. And my last time I was there, I had that kind of a knocking, uh, not to where it shook the building probably partly because it was such a big building anyway, but to where the windows, I mean, there were loud bangs in the windows. And yet I knew that outside, because I'm in Michigan, this also happened in, in the middle of winter. And I knew that outside there were bushes that were all covered in snow. There was snow, and I had seen it before, like from the other side of the building. There were snow, there was snow piled up against the building that was at least waist deep. So I don't know how I, how anyone could have gotten to those windows to knock on them uh, and not made a bunch of sound trying to get to the snow unless they had a really long arm. Uh, and I mean, I could see the, the courtyard where the windows were at. I could see outside and there was never anyone there when those knocks happened. So that is an odd feeling. And just, again, the question for me is always why. Is why is someone trying to get the attention of the person experiencing that? Um, it's sort of tricky because is that the only thing they can do to get attention? Which, yes, okay, you get attention. But then if that's all you can do, then why bother? Because that's all you're going to be able to do. Um, it, it's... It's really odd to me that 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 happens, or maybe they they if it's someone that is does not have a physical body but they can manifest these sudden bursts of of activity in the physical world, can they try can they do these things but then when they're trying to communicate after um it doesn't work, so all the people that are there will ever hear is the knocking sounds or the bumps or the bangs but not the message. Um, so, 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, let's see here. Derek says, yeah, exactly. Why only the three knocks? There are some, I believe, biblical um, connotations there, but it's always hard to, to know if that's... I mean, there are many different parts of the world that where that would three the three would not have that same meaning. So many family, many different views on things. So it's hard to say. Uh, is it like Ghost the movie where uh, they have to muster up the the strength right, if not figure out Morse code or something? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's yeah. That's always I wonder about that. Um, yeah. Let me see here. And then here in the chat, possibility of trying to get you to expand the mental energy energies to form a thought form. Yeah, I mean it's there's just so many questions that come with those things, and uh, I'm just wondering in this case if the if the writer there, I mean, doesn't sound like usually it seems like if there's multiple experiences in the location. And from my from what I've read anyway, and through these different forums, people will say that they'll say there've been there've been many things that have happened here, um, and then they'll go into the, the list of those things. But so then I always wonder when it's like this just one off experience. Um, again, what is the meaning behind that? Is it someone just trying to get attention as they're passing through? Um, so a lot of um. A lot of questions, as always, nothing but questions. But, uh, but yeah, so, I don't know. Just the the knocks. I find it odd, too, that the three the quiet ones and then the three loud ones. I wonder if that happens sometimes and people don't even hear the quiet ones at first. And all you ever hear is the loud ones. And then people just automatically go to the loud ones because they're louder. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe we're everybody's is focused on three, and it's supposed to be something to do with six, and it's something to do with the the quiet and then loud is also there's meaning there. Um, to, so yeah, um, Derek, I, I I think I've I think you probably heard this before. Uh, says in the chat, if I, if it were me, I'd try to at least knock a pattern or or a tune or something, um, unless I'm limited to limited in some way funny about that is again going back to that training center that i stayed at the there was one apartment one room in there that was later renovated and re, and basically removed and i wonder about that that was removed because of um because of of the, the activity there where the first night i was in there I, I happened to sit down on this couch that had a metal frame and um i just happened to tap on the, on the frame of the couch with my fingernails and just tapped a little pattern. And I heard that same pattern tapped on the bathroom mirror um, a moment later. And I, at this point I'd had other experiences. So I was just, I was surprised, but I wasn't really frightened at that point just yet. Um, but so I decided, well, okay, well let's see what we can do here. So I tapped a different pattern. And again, that same pattern, someone or something tap tap that same pattern on the bathroom mirror. So I tried a third time, different, more complex pattern. And again, someone or something tapped on the bathroom mirror uh, around the corner where I couldn't see at all. Um, 
tap that same pattern on that bathroom mirror. And and I stopped after that because I was getting a little freaked out at that point because it's one thing to hear sort of random taps or sequences that are just like one and then another and another. Um, I think plumbing, it, different different factors in a place can cause sounds. But when you get three different patterns copied exactly, um, one after the other, to me that, that rules out um, regular building mechanics, regular things that happen. Because that's that to me shows intelligence. And that happened with me. So um so yeah, I yeah, calm response. Uh, the phenomena it seems like, yeah. So from Derek there, yeah. And uh let me see here. From the Crimson uh we kinda explain the high strangeness of uh ceremonies in large groups. The difficulty is in what aspect the forms take. You could be using uh, the dream time, Aboriginal dimensional tie-in. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, but uh, let's see about getting one more, one more story in here. I believe I have one more I can do. Looks like I'm on the last one here. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, where was I at? Nine, ten. Okay. Yep. So we'll do one last one here. Running low on time. This one says, A few days ago, something happened that I have been unable to debunk. I woke up at 5 a.m. to use the restroom. I was not groggy and splashed water on my face and returned to my memory foam bed. I laid on my back for some time, uh, allowing the mattress to return to its normal state. I couldn't sleep and turned to my right side. About a minute later, I felt the weight of a human hand pushing down on the bed, moving the mattress and myself along with it. I was not asleep yet. I reacted quickly and got up. I found the mattress moved with the box spring showing. It felt like a real forceful human hand pushing down on the mattress, uh, ruling out hallucination, sleep paralysis, or mind tricks. I shared the experience with my parents and friends and tried various methods to debunk and replicate the movement, but nothing worked. I even consulted a skeptical friend who couldn't find a logical explanation. Considering factors like an unseen, or I'm sorry, uneven bed, I still can't explain what happened. I am frightened and frustrated by the inability to replicate or debunk the way the bed moved. And that's where that ends. Again, I wonder why, who was doing that and why, and, and trying to get the attention of the person. Um, or was it a practical thing? I mean, if, if there was. If um, there there's ever some kinds of overlap in time periods of time, maybe someone was trying to move the bed because for them it was in the way. Um, I don't know, but 
Um, but yeah, so that's that's really odd. That seems like it's pretty hard to. Again, the writer there seems pretty sure that they were not imagining things, which I don't blame them. And uh, I don't know how to explain that either. I'm glad nothing else happened. But uh, that is all the time we have for today. That went by fast. Uh, thank you all for being here. And I will talk to you all in the next episode of South Cedar Paranormal. Take care.